Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Thank you for joining me in another episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the Nora Speaks podcast. You can subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, CastBox, TuneIn, Overcast, Castro, or wherever you get great podcasts. And if you find that the Nora Speaks podcast is not on your streaming app, please email me to let me know. You can email me at info at norispeaks.com. So in all transparency, I want to let the listeners know that this is the re-recording of this episode, Activist or Terrorist, Community Activist or Community Terrorist, that is. And the reason why this episode has been re-recorded is because once I finished the episode, uh, the first initial recording, and I went back and listened to it, um, although what I said, I believe, was right, there was some, there's some changes in the language that I want to uh, use in this re-recording because the, the first recording was very direct. In this episode, this recording would be direct as well, uh, but I want to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. And the language that I used, some words, um, could be offensive. And this episode may be offensive even with um, some language omitted, but uh, some words could be offensive or could be hurtful. And that is never my intent to be offensive or to be hurtful uh, to my people. I, I believe that there's a way that we can discuss issues without um, without being offensive. Now, some people are just going to be offended at truth, and there's nothing I can do about that. But it is always my goal as a mentor, as a community activist, um, as a teacher, it is always my goal to be effective and to be productive. Um, this is not a work of vanity, and so I thought that uh, to do the to do the best and to give the best message and to produce a message that is um, receptive for the audience. Then I thought that uh, you deserved, and this podcast and the integrity of this podcast deserved a re-recording, uh, but it will still be direct. So when I am talking about uh, community activism versus community terrorism. I just want to let you understand exactly what I am talking about. I see that there has been in the black community community terrorists masquerading as activists. And what do you mean by that? So in all municipalities, um, 
whether you're at the local, um, whether you're at the state level, even at the federal level. There are opportunities for open forum. There's opportunities for the public to be invited um, to, to witness or to participate in, uh, in debates, in, in public debates, and in, in, uh, issues that are going to impact them locally, statewide, or certainly nationally. And I've seen behavior from our people that has been uh, quite disturbing. And I think that we have to be very distinctive in the methods that we use to affect the change that we say that we want. So, as I said, I don't want there to be any vanity in this podcast. I just want to share the truth. I want to share perspectives, um, my perspective and the perspective of some of the great guests that I have, so that we can um, reverse some of the negative trends that we see in our community um, and, and I think the best way to do that is to have dialogue that respects the speaker and the listener. And so there's behaviors that um, some of us have engaged in in these public forums that are problematic. Um, we can be belligerent. We threaten. We character assassinate. We name call. We make mockery of, of people. We hurl insults. And that really doesn't produce change. That doesn't get us what, what we say that we want, the, the changes that we want for our communities, the changes that we want for our school system, the changes that we want for our children in health care. So not only are these behaviors uh, ineffective, but they're detrimental because it really discourages other people um, to engage in the dialogue, because then these same people who act um, in this way can also be bullies to other people who may have alternative or opposing views. And the danger that I see in this type of behavior is, and I always say this, is that our children are watching. Our children are watching us. They're going to emulate us. They're going to model us. And there's no sense in them modeling behavior that is ineffective. There's no sense in them modeling behavior that doesn't yield benefits. And so we take our children along modeling this behavior, and we have generation after generation of so-called activists who uh, say that they're on the front lines of change when they, in fact, um, are deserving of a change in their behavior, and the community deserves a change from some of the behaviors that they do. Um, how many times have you been in a public forum and you see someone come to the microphone and instead of attacking the issues, they're attacking the people? Instead of debating the issues or debating the principles, they're debating people. And that is ineffective. Um, you know, we teach our children even to debate issues, debate principles, and you don't debate people. This is ineffective, and it gets us nowhere, and it really doesn't make any inroads towards the changes that we say that we want, because when we're going to these forums, we're talking to people who are in office, who have political appointments, 
um, who ha- who are at the table, who have a seat at the table to consider what it is that we're saying, to understand what we're saying, and to work with us to create the changes in our communities. We make it hard. We can make it very hard for these people to want to engage with us, to even advocate for us. And so when I'm working with young people, I tell them, you might be right on the issues. You might be, you might be 100% right on the issues. But if your delivery is ugly, if your presentation is, is disturbing, it's going to be very, very difficult for anyone to receive the message and the truth of the message that you're trying to give. So it is not just the message, it is also the messenger. And so when I say we have to distinguish activism from terrorism, it's because sometimes in our community we don't know the difference. We can mistake the person who is the the loudest to be the person who is the most accurate, We can mistake the person who is the loudest to be the person who is the most passionate, not necessarily true. We can uh, mistake someone who's the loudest, the most animated person to be the most committed. That is not necessarily true. And we can also mistake the person who is the loudest as the person who is the most effective. And that is certainly not true. So let's talk about what an activist really is. An activist is somebody who's identifying injustice, identifying unfairness, identifying inequities or a dysfunction in government and operations. And they're people who are advocates for the community, whether, again, they're at the municipal, local level, state level, or, or the federal level. These are people who are advocating for social change. Vigorous advocacy. I'm not saying that that they are, uh, that they're meek and meager, certainly activists provide a very vigorous activism, but they have a goal in mind. And, and anybody who is setting goals, anybody who is effective, they have objectives and strategies that they employ to, to achieve these goals. So they don't just shout and identify the issues, but they also present the issues with solutions that they think could be effective. And they, they know how to organize and work with those who are in office or who are uh, in political appointments and positions to uh, collaborate, <clears throat> to compromise, and to achieve the change that is necessary in the community. So they are skillful. They strategize crafting messages uh, to disrupt the social injustice that they see. And they are definitely... Uh, very principled, but the way that they attack issues um, doesn't demean the people who are in power. So activists attack issues and systems. They don't attack people because attacking an individual gets us nowhere. The system can still be in place because the individual is just a representative of the system. So it's not the individual who's so significant that's in place. It is the system that the individual is upholding. And when we can convince individuals who are representing systems that the system is broken and to show them alternative ways to serve the community, um, that's when systems can change. So for those of us in the black community, uh, you know, anyone who's been in a public forum or at a public debate, pay attention and don't be misled because 
of the excitement of those who come and create confusion and, and chaos, you know, excitement is nice and, you know, we can get a good laugh or we can uh, say, wow, you know, so-and-so told councilwoman or councilman such and such. But then once that moment passes, what have we gained? For us to want better, we have to do better and not allow community terrorism to dissuade those who are in power because you're going to the person who has the power, who has the access. We don't want the community terrorism to dissuade these people from really considering the issues that need to be fixed in our community. And not only that, I also add that when someone is terroristic, that also dampens and diminishes the voices of people who also have concerns but don't want to enter into an arena that is that tumultuous or that is that chaotic or that gets that ugly. Um, there are people who may agree with things that, that are said, but not the way that they're said it. So what I'm saying is when you come with a terroristic approach, you alienate yourself from people who could be allies to you because they don't like your approach. So we have to do better. We have to provide a better example to our young people. If our communities are deserving and in need of change, let's strategize the best ways to go about uh, presenting our arguments, um, uh, engaging with those who are the representatives of government, and be solutions-oriented people. We can do away with the character assassination and the public insults and, and because it gets us nowhere. It's, it's just bad character, and we deserve better. Um, so let's elevate our level of discourse. Let's elevate our level of debate. Let's go about the changes in a very respectable way, holding ourselves accountable as, as well as we hold those who are in office accountable. There's a better way that we can go about doing this, and we can definitely set a better example for our children. So remember, debate principles, not persons and attack systems and not people. I hope this message has been received with the love in which it was intended. It uh, may be very, very direct, but I think we need a direct message. We can't kind of tiptoe all the time around these issues, or, and nor can we have fear of people who may be the most boisterous in the room. We have to speak. We want to speak truth to power to those who are in office, but we have to speak truth to those amongst ourselves within our communities who we see could, um, could deserve to have their coattail pulled. Um, I am my sister's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. And when we see each other off, we can't just um, turn a blind eye or turn a deaf ear and just let things go. Uh, we have to be accountable to those in our community, and we can't always be quiet. So while we're speaking truth to power, let's remember to speak truth to one another who are out here in the field of service, who are trying to create changes. Uh, debate principles, not people, attack systems, and not persons. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, stay in peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norris Beast Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, NoraMohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, 
email me at info at neurospeaks.com. You can also follow the Nora Speaks podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.